Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a hot, hot Thursday edition. Hope everybody's doing well today. A lot of high school sports to get in today. Uh, we got some teams have punched their ticket to the region tournament, and we will get into that. But today we're going to recap the uh, Kentucky Derby with uh, Danny Brewer, who was with us last week. He's been following horse racing forever, uh, makes the trip yearly to the Derby. Uh, Danny, you look pretty dapper in the videos I saw. Well, appreciate that, Monty. You know, I, I guess sometimes the uh, the thought is uh, better to look good than be good, you know, or at least try to look the part if you can, you know. There you go. All right. Um, just an, initially, uh, your thoughts uh, about the race. Incredible. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I think that if you go to com, you can read – uh, a little story that I wrote. You know, was Rich Strike supposed to win the Kentucky Derby? Well, I think, you know, your initial answer is, well, absolutely not. I mean, he's 80 to 1. He hadn't won a race as a three year old. Snuck in at the 11th hour. Uh, to, he wasn't even supposed to be there. So, no, he wasn't supposed to. Well, but now let's think about this a little bit harder. So, for the goodness of just mankind yeah it's good yeah he was supposed to win it because it gives eternal hope i mean you know the guy wasn't supposed to do it but he worked hard did all the right things the perfect storm happened they took total advantage of every opportunity they had as far as before the race and in the race and and they they reached their goal so that kind of gives everybody that eternal hope you know i guess some people you know when we were playing softball money some guys would look at you and and they'd say dang i could never hit like that guy but maybe if i work hard and then maybe they do work harder and then they get close to you but nobody could get you know on your level so but anyway that's that's another that's a story for another day but i think that in the end yes maybe rich strike was supposed to win it because of what it brings to the sport and to mankind and all that stuff but just really uh, an incredible incredible uh event and and a, and a fantastic finish for sure did you think it was a breath of fresh air, maybe a shot in, in the arm for racing in general in light of last year's scandal? Perhaps, you know, per, perhaps. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I've got thoughts on how all that stuff played out last year. I mean, obviously there were some wrong, there was some wrongdoing. I don't think that what happened elevated that horse to the point that he, that's not what made him win the race. He ran the, the race because... He, he ran a great race. He ran the race of his life. Uh, another kind of scenario where everything worked out. They had a great game plan. The jockey executed perfectly. The horse was ready. He was on his A game. So, But needless to say, there was some stuff that happened that shouldn't happen. So, yes, it is, it is good for the sport, I think, for these kind of things to happen for several reasons. Number one is it gives everyone hope you know why do you run the kentucky derby you know what why, why are you running your horse when he's 80 to 1 well it's because we've all got a chance and that's the way it is in life you know if you work hard and do the right things you've all got a chance doug o'neill a good friend of mine uh happy jack was his horse you know and happy jack uh, i think he went off at probably close to 40 to 1 something like that well i, I did the walkover with doug and, you know, we're talking before, and I said, man, you know, Doug, you got a chance. He said, yeah, exactly. He said, it's Kentucky Derby. We've all got a chance. And he said, that's why we're here is because, you know, the horse is right. The horse is healthy. 
So uh, it's one of those why not us kind of type scenarios, and that was what happened with the Ridge Strike folks, you know. So, yeah, I, I think, yes, to, to with all that babblings, to con- make my answer more concise, yes, good for the sport, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, you took advantage of the opportunities they had, and, you know, it, just like in any sport, whether somebody gets five downs or a, a bogus call against them in football, uh, you got to have some luck along the way, too. Racing luck is one of the biggest factors in the Kentucky Derby, especially because one of the things that that when when you talk about you know Kentucky Derby, twenty horse field, all that stuff, the trip is probably the most critical thing. And when there are several things that factor into that trip, but this horse had a wonderful trip. The holes opened up when they needed to. He was able to accelerate through those holes like he needed to. Uh, you know, just like I said, things just, it worked out perfectly. It was a perfect storm, and they took full advantage of it. I think I read somewhere where they paid $30,000 for that horse. That's quite an investment now. Well, they, they claimed him for $30,000. They got him out of a claiming race at Churchill Downs last fall. So claiming races, what happens is, is you can put your horse in for a tag. You know, they, they you so you run your horse in this race. And someone before the race, they have to ish, they have to institute a claim. They say, okay, well, we want that horse, and so they'll put up the money. Well, then after the race, as long as the horse you know checks out healthy and all that stuff, then that horse becomes whoever whoever claimed him, whoever put up the claiming money. And that was what happened. They claimed the horse out of the Joe Sharp ba- uh, barn, and then he moved over to the Eric Reed barn the next day. And here we are as Kentucky Derby champ. So yeah, thirty grand was what they was what their initial investment in him was, and he won $1.8 million uh, at the Kentucky Derby. Um, what were your thoughts of the of how the um, the the favorites performed? Uh, I think good. I think Epicenter ran a winning race. He was a race favorite. He 4-1. I think he ran a winning race. I think tr- it, it, he's a tremendous horse. He'll likely be the morning line favorite for the Preakness, I feel like, and I think he, he may be a likely winner in the Preakness. Epicenter was just a nostril away from having five straight wins going into this race. I think that the, that Rich Strike snuck up on him because he came to his inside. Zandon was on his outside, and I think that that was who he was most focused on, not letting get by him, was Zandon. And then next thing you know, the uh, you know Rich Strike comes up the rail, so I don't think he even saw Rich Strike until it was too late. But I think Epicenter performed extremely well. And, you know, uh, the, the horse uh, uh, most disappointed in was you know my horse mo donegal he broke very poorly mo donegal turned in probably the fastest last quarter mile of any horse he was just too far back he broke so poorly now he was back there with rich strike but rich strike moved much earlier than mo donegal did and then you know uh, he 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 cut to the rail and so he saved ground where mo donegal went wide and so he had to run farther so that was well, i was a little disappointed in mo donegal i think that he, he still ran a good race he wound up finishing fifth when he was, you know, 19th uh, with uh, with about three eighths of a mile to go, but you know, too little, too late. So, uh, but but I think that Epicenter ran a very good race and, and is a very good horse. I had an interest in Monongal as well, and I, that's what I didn't know. I didn't realize he that time was that fast, but I know he was coming. He just ran out of real estate. Exactly. Well, and that's his style, and that was one of the reasons why I picked him was because I thought it would be a hot pace. It was the fastest opening quarter mile in Kentucky Derby history. So I knew it would be a hot pace. I didn't know it would be that hot. 
So I thought it would set up well for the closers, which is what Mo Donegal is. And it did set up well for the closers because that's what Rich Strike is. Just, you know, like I said, Mo just waited a little bit too late to get going. You know, there's a saying, if you go to a, pro- to a professional baseball game, you'll see something you've never seen before. Uh, you certainly saw something you haven't seen before. Uh, I guess 1913 was the last time was only the biggest um, underdog to win. Yeah, uh, Donnerell, you know, there, there's been uh, a few upsets. You know, Country House, uh, a couple years ago, whenever they DQ'd uh, Maximum Security, you know, he was like 50-something to one, and mine, that bird, was 50 to one uh, in 2009. But, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a horse at greater odds win the Kentucky Derby than what we saw this past Saturday. Um, moving forward to the Preakness, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, do you go to that race? No, I don't. It's that, That's my daughter's birthday uh, week. She's she's born on May 19th, and uh, she's so precious to me. I would I would never want to be away from her on her birthday. Of course, she's twenty. She's gonna be 22 now, but still. So that that's why I've never been to the Preakness or don't go to the Preaknesses is because of her. Uh, your thoughts about you know that race? I mean, can Rich strike strike it rich again? Well, I think that anything can happen. It's a horse race, as we <laughs> as we are well aware of now. Will he be my number one choice? No. The Pimlico is a speed favoring track. It, it, it's a speed favoring race. It's a sixteenth of a mile shorter than what the Kentucky Derby is. Normally, it a speed horse. It's not really set up for closers. Now, not to say that he can't win, you know, but I think he will be much closer to the pace. There won't be twenty horses in it. You know, I mean, there, I'm I'm thinking there'll be ten or twelve, you know, probably, but he'll be much closer to the pace, and he'll need to be because, like I said, it, it doesn't necessarily set up for closers. It's not a race that's conducive to those that come from far back. So, uh, you know, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of new shooters. Uh, Kenny McPeak's going to run the Horse Creative Minister that won at Churchill on Derby Day, on one of the undercard races. Uh, I think that Chad Brown is going to send early voting, who was second in the Wood Memorial. That's who Mo Donegal ran down the Wood Memorial. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Secret Oath, the winner of the Kentucky Oaks, run in it because Wayne Lucas is a guy that ain't scared, and Secret Oath is an outstanding racehorse. She's big. She's rangy. She's got a huge uh, ground-gobbling stride, so I would not be surprised to see her run. We'll find out you know, first and next week who all's in it, but... Uh, I, I would be surprised if Rich Strike can pull it off again. But, hey, you never know. That's why they put him in the gates. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, at least if, if anything, you know, I always watch the Derby, I admit. Um, sometimes I watch the Preakness, sometimes I don't. But I think it's. I think I got to go back and at least watch anyway. Well, you got to, man. I tell you what, thoroughbred racing is the greatest sport in the world, you know. You just you, – there's so many layers, so many positive layers. There, there's – all these things that can happen, and if you're guessing right, you can get paid to be a fan. That's right. <laughs> uh, did you ride horses when you were young? No, no, I I just bet on them, and that, <laughs> and uh, I, I won a couple of I, I I bet with my boss on the 1989 Kentucky Derby Easy Go or Sunday Silence. He was a big Easy Goer guy. I was a Sunday Silence guy. He backed he uh, he he backed my my bets. He 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 booked them himself. He coughed up some cash when Sunday Silence won both the Derby and the Preakness, and I was hooked from there on. There you go. 
my next door neighbor and friend he um he had he has one of those gambling apps and i think he started with like 50 bucks back during football season and um he had two dollars left he thought so he put two dollars on a uh, rich strike then he looked back on there and said he still had two dollars and he said well i know that um I already bet two to buck, so he did it again. Well, it turns out he had four dollars left, and he won three hundred twenty-three dollars. So not a bad investment. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like like uh, like my T-shirt says, "Back a horse and get paid." That's the name of this game. All righty, Danny. Good to catch up with you. Uh, certainly appreciate you, and I look forward to, to talking with you real soon. And who knows, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk Belmont Stakes. Especially, you know, if Rich Strike can win the Preakness, then he'll be running for the Triple Crown in the Belmont Stakes. And the Belmont Stakes is a race that really sets up very well for him because it's a mile and a half, and that is a, a race that sometimes can be more conducive to the closing speed. Sounds great, Danny. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Monty. Take care. It's Danny Brewer joining us today on All Sports Talk. He gives a lot of good insight. Knows his stuff. All righty. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, this portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1908. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. If someone asked, what's your more? Would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. Does your home need freshening up? Let our family at Fair Construction help you. We do painting, new flooring, anything that you need. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Fair Construction offers high quality craftsmanship, quick response, and attention to detail. For home restoration at a price you can afford, Fair Construction can get the job done no matter how big or small it is. I'm Ron Hall, shop local. Let our family business help you, Fair Construction Company. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. The struggle is still real with the allergies. Need some relief. 
All right, let's see what we got going on here. Let's talk a little Blue Raider baseball coming down the home stretch. No pun intended, but um, MTSU, as we talked yesterday, a big series win at FIU uh, last weekend. Uh, lost the first game 5-4 uh, to four in extra innings, 11 innings, but came bounced back and got really good pitching, won the last two, and still have yet to – uh, sweep a series, but still have yet to be swept. And that's a key. Sweeps are brutal. I mean, you lose three games to some, you lose ground, you know, you lose three games. Whereas even if you go one, two, you only lose one game in your standings. So, uh, unless somebody else sweeps, and we've got a couple teams that have been able to do that, but um, the Blue Raiders nonetheless are um, 26 and 20 now. And uh, 14 and 10 in the conference, and you know they were picked pretty low. So, um, you know, last year they squeaked by and got into the tournament as an eight seed. Okay, tell you if you look in college baseball across the board, there's a lot of eight seeds win that first game because everybody's got a really good pitcher. You know, and you know there's a fine line between winning and losing in baseball. When you have really close games, you know, an error, you know, a botched rundown, whatever. I mean, you know, and it's about timely hitting. You know you're not going to get a lot. You know, that's the thing about middle. You look at their averages, you know, they're not a great hitting team, but they've been able to get timely hits, um, particularly here in the last three weeks to a month. They've played some really good baseball. And um, this week they go to Rice. Now Rice is six and eighteen. Uh, they're thirteen and thirty-four. They do have one really good pitcher I know of. I think they lost the game one to nothing last week or the week before. So you're certainly talking about a team that is dangerous. The standings in Conference USA are Southern Miss eighteen and six. San Antonio 16 and 8, La Tech 15 and 9, FAU 15 and 9, MTSU and Charlotte 14 and the 14 and 10, MTSU has a tiebreaker over them. Old Dominion 13 and 11, they have the tiebreaker over Middle. UAB 11 and 13, Middle has the tiebreaker over them, so they're essentially four games ahead. Marshall's 9 and 15, Western 7, 7 and 17. FIU and Rice are 6 and 18. Excuse me, I'm having to pop this um, cough button a lot here today. <laughs> this weekend, Middle at Rice, Marshall at Old Dominion, Charlotte at FAU, FIU at UAB, Western Kentucky at La Tech, and Texas San Antonio at Southern Miss. So that's how that shapes up. The Atlanta Braves last night, victorious. Fell behind three to nothing. I'm thinking, here we go again. They were able to tie it up, and our Siena hit the uh, walk-off home run <coughs> in the um, bottom of the ninth. Wouldn't even been in the game if they had not uh, rested uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., who's had some kind of leg thing, nothing serious, but they were going to give him the day off. They're off today. 
So he'll he should hopefully be back for the weekend against a very good San Diego Padres team that the Braves uh, split with, I believe, early, early in the season. Again, the struggle is real. Again, I apologize to the listeners today, but I'm struggling. Heard something funny this morning. It's not funny if you're um, if you've been burglarized, but kind of got me giggling a little bit. Uh, they're looking for a rock burglar in uh, Murfreesboro or Rutherford County. Apparently, has broken into homes with a rock and stolen some stuff. Uh, like I know who it is. It's Ernest T. Bass. Some of you may not know what the hell I'm talking about. <coughs> but Ernest T. Bass was a character in Andy Griffith. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break and be right back. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Just busy as expected on 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Stop and go up and down certain sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. And it's pretty busy on 24 through Manchester. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Murfreesboro is home to some amazing people, so tune in this Sunday to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White as they talk to some of these amazing people every Sunday from 9 until 10 p.m. and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a day. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and after the best season in program history, which saw 
The team complete a three-peat of the Conference USA Championship and an appearance in the NCAA round of 32. Seven Blue Raider men's tennis players find themselves on the postseason award list as announced by the conference office on Wednesday. Senior Stein Slump takes home the 2022 Conference USA Player of the Year Award after finishing the spring slate of matches with an 18-8 record in singles and 18-6 in doubles. Slump became the highest-rated player in the Born Dame era, reaching as high as number 21 in the ITA singles rankings. Stein earns his eighth Conference USA postseason honor on his career, notably winning the Conference USA Freshman of the Year in 2019 and has won two Conference USA Outstanding Singles Player of the championships in 2019 and 2021. Graduate students Chris Edge and Stepan Hollis cap incredible collegiate careers by earning the 2022 Outstanding Doubles Team of the Championships going 2-0 as a pair in their wins. Seniors Francisco Rocha and Slump earned a spot on the All-Conference USA Singles First Team. Both student-athletes win the award for the second time in their careers. Edge and Hollis earned All-Conference USA Second Team honors after anchoring Middle Tennessee in the middle of the singles lineup this year. Edge ended the season with a 21-8 record. Hollis was 18-9 this spring in his lone season with Middle Tennessee. All three starting doubles teams earned a spot on one of the two all-conference doubles team. Pavel Model, Slump, and Oscar Brostrom Polson. Roca made the first team while Edge and Hollis made the second team. So congratulations there. And also, Coach of the Year goes to Jimmy Borndame of Middle Tennessee. Who else could it go to in this outstanding season? Men's golf. Middle Tennessee has added Drew Miller to its roster. As head coach Mark McIntyre announced uh, on Thursday, the Collierville, Tennessee native joins the Blue Raiders after two years at Ole Miss. Miller is a graduate of Briarcrest Christian School, where he was a five-time letterman. He won the 2018 Jones Cup Junior Invitational, one of the most prestigious junior golf tournaments in the country at Sea Island Golf Club, and earned medalist honors at the 2017 TSSAA State Championship. He was the 2017 Memphis Commercial Appeal Golfer of the Year and was tabbed as part of the newspaper's Best of the Preps five times in his high school career. So welcome, Drew Miller, to the Blue Raider men's golf team. Outdoor track and field, uh, men and women heading to the four-day Conference USA Championships hosted in San Antonio. All starts today, goes through Sunday. The women currently hold 24 top 10 marks in the conference heading into the weekend, while the men hold 15 top 10 marks, making them primed for a great weekend. There is information on how to follow the entire weekend of the outdoor track meet located on GoBlueRaiders.com. Travel day for Blue Raider baseball, Middle Tennessee in uh, Houston, Texas, to take on the Rice Owls. Middle Tennessee has won three in a row, three games in a row, and have now won six of their last seven Conference USA series. Only two remaining uh, this weekend at Rice, next weekend at home against Southern Mississippi, and then next Tuesday you've got a little non-conference game in Nashville with Vanderbilt. First game of this weekend series gets underway Friday night, 6.30 from Houston, Texas. All right, that's it for today. We'll wrap up the week coming up tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey! hey. 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, high school sports. Tonight, right here on the Good Neighbor Station, we have got the uh, District 7-4A finals in softball Siegel comes out of the losers bracket and wins last night 11-1 over Oakland so Siegel loses its first game in the tournament and has not lost since they must beat Rockville twice Rockville's playing some pretty good ball so you can hear all that on WGNS alright um, where will we stand now well, we know this. Stewart's Creek, baseball four, Smyrna three. That was in the district championship game Monday. So they are in a regional. I mean, uh, yes, in a regional. Riverdale nine, Rockville three. They are a district championship and will host a regional game. Beat Again, beat Rockville nine to three. Eagle won the district championship last night, defeating Moore County 14-1. to I think they had a seven-run first inning and played it six runs in another inning. So they had the whooping sticks out. Uh, the, um, re- the region uh, openers are scheduled for Monday. However, the Smyrna at Riverdale game has been moved to 5 p.m. Sunday. And the reason for that is uh, Smyrna's graduation Monday. So they're going to play that Sunday at 5. Um, on Monday, Rockville will be at Stewart's Creek. And we talked about Stewart's Creek yesterday. Got a really good team. Just really don't know how good they are, though. I mean, let's, let's face it. They're district was very weak i mean they played a doubleheader against antioch one day and outscored them 50 to nothing okay so i'll I'll just leave it at that um so now we're going to find out how good they are you know rockville's playing at a high level you know they had a winning record going into the district tournament but they were the they were the last seed so that just tells you how balanced that that league was night in and night out. And for River Riverdale to go through at nine and three is pretty impressive. So uh, softball, of course, we've got uh, Stewart's Creek and Smyrna also playing tonight. Um, again, Oakland eliminated last night. Soccer. Uh, we've got Central Maggot, Magnet in the district finals. We have Laverne in the district finals. We have Smyrna in the district finals. 
We have Oakland in the district finals, and we have Siegel in the district finals. So, in a lot of these, a lot of these sports, you're going to end up. We're going to have one team at least in each of those coming out of those um, that first round that's going to end up playing in a sectional game, whether it be at home or away uh, next Friday. Now, the semifinals of the region tournaments are Wednesday. It's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday gig. So um, that's what you can uh, look forward to um, down the stretch. Uh, the, all of Rufford County track athletes have already qualified for the state, and there's a bunch of them, a whole bunch of them. So it's a fun time of the year. Um, after next week, it's spring fling time, and then we're done with the um, um, high school sports. Uh, we've got, we'll have tennis players in the uh, spring fling as well. As I mentioned, a bevy of um, Rutherford County tr- track athletes in the um, spring fling as well. And who knows how many champions we might produce. I'm thinking a minimum of two and probably more. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, NBA playoffs last night. Now, Brad on, bragged on the Celtics yesterday and they gagged it. We're up 14 in the last quarter and lose 110 to 107. To Milwaukee. The Greek freak is a freak. Memphis, my gosh almighty. 134 Golden State 95. They cut the series to three to two. And doing all that without Ja Morant. So they go the series shifts back to Golden State with a chance to close it out uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Phoenix is up 3-2 on the Mavs. And uh, the Heat up 3-2 over Philadelphia. It's kind of been a lot more who's not playing than who is playing. Injuries have been a big, big factor um, in the uh, NBA playoffs this year. All right, some other things I was looking. Looking at a kind of a composite thing of... um, recruiting rankings in football. Um, and there's a bunch of services out there. I'll start with um, 
Conference USA recruiting. This is according to 24-7. Uh, Marshall led the way. Uh, San Antonio, Southern Miss, UAB, La Tech, Western Kentucky, FIU, ODU, Charlotte, North Texas, Rice, MTSU, and UTEP. So they got, they got MTSU pretty far down. Uh, they had eight three-star recruits. Rivals has MTSU ninth behind Marshall, UTSA, La Tech, UAB, Southern Miss, Western Charlotte, Old Dominion, then UTEP, FIU, North Texas, and FAU below them. What does that mean? Not a hill of beans. I don't think middles rarely rank first or second in recruiting. I mean, they have been a couple years, but it's just at the at the level they play, it is so hard to say, okay, um, this team has the best players now. I mean, it's easy to always go go back to Kevin Byer to Reed Blankenship, people like that. <clears throat> you just don't know until a couple years down the road. Speaking of Reed Blankenship, he's with the Eagles now. You know, it's this time of year you kind of you see what these guys can do in many camps, and you hope they don't get hurt, these free agents. Because if you get hurt, you're gone. That happened to Itavius Mathers a few years ago when he was with the Dolphins. He got hurt in training camp, and he was out. So here's wishing the best to Reed Blankenship, uh, safety that signed as a free agent to the Eagles, uh, DQ Thomas, a linebacker who uh, went to the Jets, and then um, also locally, Master Teague, who signed a deal with the Bears. Staying healthy has been a little bit of an issue for him. He can stay healthy. He's got a shot. All those, all three of those guys have a shot. Problem is, when you get into training camp, you know, particularly in the um, summer, you know, August, those days, you can't, you, you can ill afford to get hurt if you're a free agent because the window, you you'd only get so many opportunities to stand out. Here's hoping, though, that those guys uh, take advantage of their opportunity. It happens. Chevarius Ward with the Chiefs, you know, he's about to be in line to get a big payday as a starting cornerback, you know, for the team that won the NFL championship here before last. So um, it's just tough as a free agent, though. It really is. And – um you know, I know Barry Hall made it with the Titans for a couple years uh, out of MTSU, big offensive lineman. But, you know, it's rare, but it happens. Inevitably, somebody's going to make a team that's a free agent. And, I mean, you might – and you also see these guys that really shine in the um, preseason games, but – they don't make the team. Everybody think, hey, he's going to make the team, and they end up don't making the team. So it's certainly a coin flip at best. All right, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. We got high school soccer coming up. Everybody have a rest, great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.